Hey everybody, this is Kevin Couchman with the podcast Get This. It's a show about things people love. And I'm coming to you from the coronavirus bunker, the studio, the most secure location in upstate Manhattan. And I'm joined today, oh, and it's a Friday, March 13th, in the foul year of our Lord 2020. And that's becoming increasingly true, isn't it? We're having a real adventure. I'm joined today by uh, Federica Renhal. Federica, hello. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And the one and only... The one and only Jose Ignacio Gomez. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And and Federica, you're you're visiting town from Austin. Well, I actually um, live here, but I'm moving back ah. to Austin, and I'm very excited to go back. Especially right now, I want to. You know, it's good to leave the city and try to avoid getting sick and try to stay safe. And you know. And this is the show about things people love, so let's focus on that. Obviously, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about what's happening in the situation, but what is it you want to talk about today? Well, um, I'm an actress, um, and that's what I'm pursuing, and um, it's just... It's yeah. It's, I'm very passionate about it, and I've been learning a lot about the business side of it, which is actually very interesting. And it's um, a new side of it that it's uh, fascinating, and I'm learning a lot about it. And it's very like my um, side of the brain that it's more like structural that I like. Well, and we just met yesterday. You're friends with Jose. Mm-hmm. Yes. And. We spoke briefly. You mentioned you didn't have a formal, I guess, conservatory background. You actually have a different background. Yeah, I uh, went to college for electrical engineering. So, <laughs> right. um, and after I graduated, I knew that I didn't want to work as an engineer. I wanted to do something else. So I um, tried to do like the more business side of it and thinking of doing going to business school or something like that. But no, it was acting. It was acting what I really wanted to do. And then um, I started taking workshops and, um, and then moved here to go to a conservatory. Ah, so you, oh, no, I so finally you, oh, did so you did. Yes. You finally did it. That's yeah. what, of course, but everybody also, has But she also did a movie in Austin? Yeah. In yeah. Texas. So I started acting uh. in Austin, um, and I started doing a lot of independent films, student films, short films. And uh, my first feature film was shot there in Austin. It's called Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. All right. Yeah. And it's oh, you a, see it already? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't in the know US. That. In yeah. the US. Well, I mean, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should go in, uh, Everybody in the it. UK has a VPN anyway. So oh, okay. if it sends up on go. the air over there, there yeah, you go. that's all right. Um, and it's a fun, you know, it's like a, like a dramedy. Okay. Well, yeah, like yeah. a romantic comedy, but it's kind of quirky and it's fun and it's sweet. Yeah, um, I, I would watch it with her and I like it a lot. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her lead, you know, role. Yeah, so. and what, what, I mean, you're, you, so you play the lead in this. Yeah, yeah. So it's about um, a couple that wants to get divorced and they were married through the Quaker ceremony, which is everybody who's invited to the wedding signs the marriage certificate. Oh, dear. So her mother, to allow her to get divorced, and marry the new guy because she has a new guy. They have been living, you know, separately. Uh-huh. She, she and her living like, ex-husband. Yeah. So she wants me to go and go to every wedding guest and have them sign off their, like, scratch their name from the certificate. And <laughs> after we complete that, then she's going to be, like, give us her blessing. I see. And so it's a funny, like, kind of like a road trip. I was going to say, it has yeah. to be a road trip thing, and they're yeah. meeting all these quirky characters. Yeah. But then and... in the end, everybody dies because they coronavirus. No. <laughs> oh, no, it's not that way. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We saw it coming. Right, you know? yeah. 3% um, of the wedding guests yeah, die. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
It was fun, and we went to Marfa to um, ah, to yeah. film it, and um, you know, we went to all like West Texas, and yeah. um, it was actually a lot of fun. And I had never been there, so it was a nice opportunity mm. to get to you know check out the town. I've never been to Marfa, but I've heard a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird because you know you you never expect to see a town like that in middle of Texas, you know. So it's uh it's actually a pretty cool town to visit. And check out, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. It's an, like an artistic kind of funky. Very much, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of crafts and. Yes, and it's um, yeah, like you get you you get there and there there's a lot of art and sculptures and so it's like, um, and very stimulating to the eyes, you know. Yeah. Um, do they do the cowboy music festival in Marfa? I think they may. I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. At some juncture, I was thinking about going to that, but that sounds fun, though. Yeah, how far west in Texas did you get? Um, did you get to Odessa. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got all the way to Marfa and then okay. drove back. Oh, okay, gotcha. but it took us hours because we were filming the driving of it. So ah. it usually—I don't remember exactly like if it takes like four hours and it took us like seven or something like that. But because we had to stop, anyway. stop. Yeah, because then we did it on the way back. It's beautiful so, country, too. It's hill it's country. beautiful. Beautiful. I love hill country. Yeah, incredible. Every time I drive there, and it makes me feel so happy, and people are so nice. Mm. Um, it's very, like, heartwarming whenever you get there, and you see, like, very quaint little towns, and it's... Uh, people have an idea about Texas, and it's false. It's wrong. It's a wrong yeah, idea. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so it's so friendly, and it's people are lovely. larger than France. It has a number of different regions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has its own identity, as much or more. Probably more than any other state in the nation. Yeah. It has its own unique history. Very proud. Uh, very proud. <laughs> and uh, a great film that kind of breaks down the different, the different regions of, of Texas really succinctly is uh, Bernie. Do you know that oh, movie? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, With, right. Um, Jack Black. Uh, Jack Black, yeah, yeah, based on the, sh- the story by Skip mm-hmm. Hollinsworth yes. that appeared in Texas Monthly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a great scene where I think it's a local guy. See, I, it's probably an actor. See, that movie's really fun because he cast... A lot of locals, yeah, and he also cast actors. Mm-hmm. So you got Matthew McConaughey, and then you have these ladies who are clearly like locals talking yeah. about the story because it's based on a true story. I don't remember and seeing this. It's worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out, yeah. Bernie with Jack Black. Yeah. He really should have been nominated for an Oscar. I know for that. he did an yeah, amazing job. It was job. a real pity. Uh, but um, yeah, Linkletter, uh, Rick uh, Linkletter directed did that he? film. I believe. Oh. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Was, okay. yeah, and he was yeah. filmed. And it actually. Um, some of the parents who play, who are like yeah. the actors who play relatives in the film that mm-hmm. I'm talking about, they were in that movie. Sure. In Bernie. No doubt. They mm-hmm. acted in it. That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. That happens. Yeah. <laughs> when you're doing independent film. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, who, yeah. who directed yours? Um, her name is Lucy Croats. And um, ah. yeah, she was, it was her first time directing. She mm-hmm. used to do editing and still does uh, for the most part. And she wrote it. Great. And, oh, wow. Um, Good for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so much fun when I read the part, and I auditioned like five times. Wow. Pretty um, serious. Yeah, because, you know, she had different people in mind for, you know, like the couple, so I needed to, like, make sure the chemistry was ready. Meryl like, wasn't avail- available? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so they had to call me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is quite funny because my screenwriting partner and I just heard our feature read yesterday uh, she's in London mm-hmm. and so she gathered a group of actors together nice. and so oh, wow. we Skyped in and the first act of the, the screenplay is set in Austin and then it transfers over to Minnesota so just a bit of a coincidence and, yeah yeah it's so fun have you ever have you ever written no well I'm 
attempting to. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, actually in the middle of writing a screenplay in Spanish. Okay. About um, the life of a relative of mine in, in Venezuela. I was going to say because you're from Venezuela. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the one and only. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the one and only. And what city? Caracas. Yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I've been in the U.S. for many years, and uh, my family is here. But yeah, I'm. 100% yeah, Caraqueña. Well, this is funny facts because her brother used to hang out with one of my best friend's cousins. They were younger than us. And they were always, you know, in a all-males high school, you know, crazy guys. A lot of <laughs> drinking, all of this. And probably, I, I probably saw Fede when she was like maybe 13, 14, but I uh-huh. didn't remember. Because uh-huh. I was already maybe, I don't know, 19, 20. So, but then eventually we met here and then we ended up, you know, doing what we love, which is acting. Yeah, and we started connecting that way a lot. Oh, oh wow. Together. Okay, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because when I, when I, when I um, started, I decided to move to New York, they put me um, in, in touch with them. So ah, I, the, yeah. yeah, right. The Venezuelan network. Exactly. The diaspora. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, maybe you should give a shout out to those uh, those. Yeah. Lo- local uh, fellows. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. I, and I Espanol. Guess, I guess. Uh, what do you want to say? Something. I don't know. Spanish if you them? could say something, to, yeah. If you could say. Oh, something we can to curse in Spanish. No, 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 no. Oh no, that's what I want. Okay. So, all right. So, saludos yeah, a todos. Saludos a todos los actores venezolanos. Este, nosotros somos aún desconocidos, creo, por lo menos allá. Y nada, creo que todos estamos pasando por un momento difícil. Pero ánimo y. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, just you know, cheer and we love. We have to love each love each other and take care of each other. Yeah. Have things settled down there? Um, God, I honestly, it just not really. I mean, not really. No. No. No, not at <laughs> well, all. Well, it hasn't not settled down anyway. I mean, I wasn't hesitating because I was thinking that things have gotten better. It's just mm. that I don't know how much worse it could get. You know, yeah. so yeah. it's more like a hopeful hesitation. Right. <laughs> but no. No. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well, uh, it's bad. And so let's circle back and tell me about right. this relative of yours you're writing this screenplay about, if you if you care to share. Well, right now, yeah, because I'm in the process of uh, working with her. We still don't want to, uh-huh. um, you That's know, like cool. talk about it. But I am uh, writing it with her, and it's 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 hard. Like I've never done it, so um, I'm learning and trying to read as many like screenplay books or how tos screenplay for dummies almost like sure <laughs> you, have know, you like, read save the cat it always yes, works that's yes, that yes, one's yes. quite good yeah there's one also called the story or story by mm-hmm. robert robert mckee or something like that that's mm-hmm. amazing i mm-hmm. loved that one and it also helped me with acting because now whenever i see a script or a sides for an audition i look at it also from the writer's perspective you know uh-huh. like why is this person the way it is or why is this person saying what they're saying mm-hmm. so um it's actually very helpful in the acting side. Well, and I, I think the reverse is true as well. If you want to write, I think it's really important, write for screen or stage, to act. Yeah. Even just go to a community acting class and get the words in your mouth, and it will inform your writing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I guess you have to like play the characters, you know, just imagine who they are, how they behave, what they would say. They would say, you know, like you have to become that person mm. because you have to know them so well to be able to write them that it's I mean I have a you know like new level of appreciation for writers right now because I can understand what writer writer's block is and (laughs) how much work it takes and just you know like just sitting and writing it's hard just to do it like that's the first step and that's the hardest it is it's so excruciating yeah have you read the war of art 
no, I haven't, but I know. That I one's mean, quite good. Yeah. He talks about that thing, resistance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. Even if you sit at the blank page and you do nothing yeah. else and you think about what you're working on, that is a victory. If you do that for an hour, you've done something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Write something. Yeah, because in that one, they give you like exercises, right? Or something like that? Or like things to do? I think so, perhaps. It's been a while since I've looked okay. at it. Yeah. Because I have friends who have read it and they're doing, you oh, know, like cool. trying to write a journal at least, something, you know. It's day. it's about retraining your brain to right. be willing to accept that loneliness, the loneliness of the blank page. It's one of the one of the fun things about having a writing partner. Yeah. And a lot of screenwriters um, attack it that way. Are you going straight to writing a feature? Yeah. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. And it's all in Spanish. And, right. um Which is exciting because most mm-hmm. of the stuff that I've done in acting has been in English. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. That's definitely. great. Um, so what was your very first acting experience? And don't tell me this feature film. No, no. Can you imagine? <laughs> I was going to say. That would be amazing. Yeah, what yeah. on earth? Or that would have been horrible because that, then right. my expectations would have been like, isn't it like that all the time? Like, yeah. why am I? Oh, yeah. Just woke up one day. I want to be an actor Sorry. and say, hey, by the way, there's a feature film. Come over. <laughs> I had a lot of plays produced all in a stretch. Nothing major, but I had some. Some good stuff good happened. Stuff. I had some some uh, not like what. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, over oversell it. I didn't know. I mean, some of it was great. I mean, I had a, had a play in London and a play in New York. No, I, lo- I, I consider right. I consider yeah. one of the. But I know you know not like broad, everybody thinks Broadway, West End, blah blah blah. Right. But uh, and then it all at a certain point it started to dry up, and I realized I was so naive mm-hmm. and taking so many things for granted. And uh, now I'm circling back and right. doing the work again and. You know, sending things out. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. You're you're only as good as your next project, in a way. In a way, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's a learning experience for sure. Yeah. Um, and every time, well, it's also you look back at the things that you've done, and you're like, oh wow, like I'm I've learned so much. Let's say like I wasn't. I don't want to say I was bad, but I've gotten better. You know, like right. you start to be like, oh okay, that's what I used to do back then. Now mm. you know, I understand. And I've learned how to improve, you know, and there's always room for, improve, for improvement, but, you know. Yeah. So to answer the question, what was your, what was okay. your first yes. uh, acting experience? So um, I started taking workshops um, in Austin um, and then I started auditioning because people were talking, like I was, I started it as a hobby, you know, I just wanted to do something creative to clear my, my mind. And the people in the workshops were really serious about it. And they were talking about auditioning and things like that. And. Then I started finding more out more about it and what websites to go to to submit and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that. So I started submitting and then I would get parts. So it right. started with, I'm like, okay, mm. so I don't suck. Like I'm doing something <laughs> right, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but I started in uh, doing short films, um, student films, because UT has an amazing film department. Absolutely. Hook'em um, horns. Yes, yes. I'm a longhorn. Yeah, yeah. All right, hook'em horns all yes. day. Here we go. Yeah, so Bevo's <laughs> over there and we're, we bleed uh, burnt orange, right? Yes, yes. That's it. It's yeah, such a great and, school. And that reminds me when I, I went to a long tour in Texas doing promotions, Kevin also this about this is a different, you know, conversation but anyway what i i got a, a shirt of the football team of ut team oh yeah and it got stolen in my at the miami oh, no. airport 
because eh, it's a long story. It was a hurricane. I sent my luggage there, and then when I finally pick it up in Miami, it's and I open and was checking on my clothes. They stole the, the they stole the, the longer of longer everything. Shirt. They and apparently, that. and apparently, it's a normal thing. Like they steal a lot of sport uh, shirts right. and stuff. Something right. is going on. I was like, all right. Yeah. Wait, did you get a jersey or did you just get? I got a I got it in a Walmart. Role? I guess. Yeah, I remember. Just the, right. the polo shirt with the okay. white and the yeah. red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, cool. How do you call the what? What's that like color? Burnt, burnt orange. Burnt orange. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that yeah, exactly. It's so, like a sunset. It's a Texas sunset. And I wasn't sunset. a uh, yeah. uh, football fan or anything like that. I just like, I thought the, the shirt was really cool. It's like, I need to have one. That's it. Well, I actually went <laughs> to my first and only UT football game in my last semester because right. I was like, I don't think they're going to let me graduate <laughs> if I <had laughs> never been yeah. to a game. A it oh, was so much fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. 105,000 yeah. people turn out to every home game, yes. even if the team isn't. Mm-hmm. you know doing so swell what? what's the number again 105 no thousand people yeah no way and uh, that stadium is geez. amazing that town more has... than a yankees game oh yeah like a oh, bonus, like oh yes Boston well yankees. yeah of course i mean but the hundred thousand for that hundred five thousand yeah. jesus christ it's what, huge there's wow. no uh, uh professional there are no professional sports mm-hmm. franchises um, you know top tier number yeah. one, and they won't allow it in austin i think no. maybe soccer has one no. now wow, yeah they simply won't allow it. So how many people is in the campus? Students and stuff? 40, 50? 50, 55, yeah. I think. Jeez. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I've been there, but I mean, I didn't remember. It was many years ago. I remember on Rio Grande Street, or I was getting into the library. I was with a yeah. friend. Yeah. yeah. And she was, I was waiting for her, and I, oh, okay, let's go and see the university. Austin's great. Yeah. 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 So, weird. Austin's weird. It is. Well, <laughs> well it used to be like weirder. It's yeah. changing, but Indeed. it's still very nice. Yes. Um, yeah. It's getting weirder. But then, well, Matthew McConaughey is now the Minister of Culture. Oh, and great. He, wow. And he now is like his um, slogan now is he wants to change it to keep Austin Austin, I think. That's so interesting. He wants to like... You know, like rephrase. Sure, because there's so much flight from places like New York and places like California, California. and it is being Californianized. And it was that was happening before I left. It's becoming like a small um, Silicon Valley. Yes, also because all the tech. Mm, indeed shout out to my web development hosting partner WP Engine. They're based in Austin. Yeah, they're a great company. There you go, outstanding company. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which is great because it's bringing, you know, a lot of jobs and um, for sure. very, you know, like um, professional young people. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's actually great. Um, but yeah, it's definitely changing. It's and a struggle. Growing. And there's that always that gentrification, uh, exactly. gentrification issue. Oh, my God. Yes. But, you know, yes. who's going to go and support the arts in, in town? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want it, want it to be accessible for everyone. Right. And yet, uh, you know, you have to find a balance. Okay, yeah. so also going back to your to your beginnings because I, I don't think I ever spoke to you this well about how you got in love with acting. Mm-hmm. So you started doing auditions, uh, right? So then I started getting uh-huh. um, uh, student films cast exactly. into yeah. in, in student films, and you know they have great um, equipment. So and, and a lot of them are really talented. The student films over there is you get really good footage mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and then after that, yeah, I'll just, it's a very small network. It's a very small mar- market over there, at least at the time. And so, well, I started to get to know people and yeah. then I got an agent over there. So it actually kind of seemed very easy, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, it was like, oh, okay, so this is what you do. But 
it was just like from the first agent that I went to, he signed me mm. and then we had a great relationship. And then I started going out for auditions for like commercials and things like that, um, you know, with casting directors. Yeah. And then I, I started building relationships with them. And then, you know, like from then on, I reached a point when I was like, okay, I need to study because, you know, I also have that side of me, which actually that's what got me into engineering, which is I'm very studious and I'm very, you know, like brainy in that sense. And I need like a structure. <laughs> I need like go to school, you know? Right. So, um, so that's when I decided to come to New York and apply it. And with, with them, that's what, that's the moment you were like, okay, I really love this. Oh, uh, that from the, I've from always the loved it. Okay. Like even as a, girl like a little girl i always mm -hmm. was fascinating by fascinated by it okay. but i never saw it as a career as a profession as a career yeah. as a possible i mean because in venezuela growing up is mostly soap operas uh, uh, telenovelas uh, which uh. i love seeing but i never saw myself like acting in them because to me it was more like movies and hollywood you sure. know but yeah, that was such you. like a far-fetched like an illusion like a dream you know like i had never actually took it seriously because it was just too far you know to reach Yeah, that's completely true. What's I mean, a typical exchange in a telenovela? Well, how does it go? Uh, I don't know. I don't even want well, to. Well, Jose Ignacio is a very good name for a telenovela <laughs> yeah. character because oh, they yeah. all have like yeah. middle name, like well, com actually, compound well, it's names. Funny, but one of the best uh, telenovela writers from Venezuela is Jose Ignacio Cabrujas. Ah. His last name is Cabrujas and Gomez. Ah. So uh, apparently he was friend of one of my uncles. He was an actor in the 70s. Mm. Very famous actors, by the way, Elio Rubens, who was my uncle. And apparently, they formed this group together called the El Teatro de la Escalera, which is the theater under the stairs or something like that. They were rehearsing literally under, under the, the stairs, stairs in a building. Yeah, nice. And they started like the group like that. Love that. So there, there apparently were good friends. My father knows the stories much better. But then my uncle was a little, he couldn't handle the the environment of the of the television environment you know mm. all the drama that's going on outside the you know the stages you know yeah. you know what I'm saying that, right? egos and yeah things egos like that. and stuff yeah, so he yeah he was a very spiritual guy I guess and then I, I get to meet him he was my uncle was amazing so yeah I think we may be heading into an era of more street theater yeah. as things yeah. start to yeah. shake up because Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm talking stuff. too much about me, but I, I wouldn't know like Fede. I usually don't talk that much, but I know Fede that well. Yeah, I, never, course, I yeah. never know the I subject. I got a letter <laughs> here. Yeah, of course. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, what's going on? Oh, no, and then I want to mention, she just did a play here in New York. I uh, produced it. And yeah, she produced actually, it. So um, I think, yeah, as an actor, when you produce anything, even a short film, it gives you a different perspective. Absolutely. Yeah, so tell yeah. us about it, yeah. So um, me and a friend of mine from Stella... Um, she brought this play, she's German, and um, it's based on a German movie. It's about Sophie Scholl, uh, who's a very well-known student back in the Ger in Nazi Germany, who um, fought against Hitler. And um, she and um, a group of college students called the White Rose, and they would fight against Hitler peacefully and secretly, obviously, uh, and they would distribute pamphlets just to let the Germans and the world know what he was doing because obviously the, the propaganda and stuff people over there didn't know so it's the last days when she gets caught inevitably and then it's her like trial and then they got sentenced to death by the guillotine mm. I mean yeah, how I didn't know that they were killed by the guillotine yeah. and set, uh, executed mm -hmm, I, were, I know the story but yeah. I didn't know it was a by guillotine. the way I auditioned for that play and I didn't get it uh, see how uh, tough not even uh, your friends can get you uh, into that production uh, not even your friends who are the playwrights <laughs> 
Um, so it's Fred. Oh my God, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Um, that's all right. Oh God, I'm blanking out. Can no, we... that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, we can look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no worries. I'm I'm totally like that with names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh Before the God. podcast, I, I asked you your name five times in yeah, order to I know. Like, put it in my mouth. It's just how I am. No, I'll, we'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. And um, where did you where did you do uh, do the play? So um, it was yeah. at um, it was at um, oh my god, why am I blanking out? <laughs> what was the name of the theater? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we'll, it wasn't we'll in the out. school, right? No, 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 it wasn't no. in the school. Wasn't it like in the Fred, lower side? His or name something? is Fred. Um, I wrote his name so many times, but Brent is. Uh. It was Sophie, Sophie Scholl, The Final Days. And I'm looking this up at uh, Broadway uh, World here. Yeah. Correct. So let's see here. Let me find this. Yeah, it might be there. Is that right? Yes, that's it. Yeah. Oh, well, this is this is not your fault. It's uh, Breinersdorfer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a little tough. Yeah. And, and Betty uh, Hansel. Hans- yeah, Hansel. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Fred wrote... Uh, Medicine Show Theater. Medicine Show Theater, All right. yes. Yeah, cool. Oh, my God. I can't believe that I just blanked out. That, I mean, that's <laughs> tough. I mean, how, how would an Anglo say that? Breinersdorfer. Yeah. You know, it's no, it's Breinersdorfer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sounds like we're reading well, got reporter hey, <laughs> We're ready to, you know, listen, we're ready to travel Europe. We're going to be fine. Yeah. And maybe we'll go to South America, too. How, how bad? How I, badly I, I got to say, I wanted to go see the play. Yeah. I was, like, really following it, but yeah. I couldn't make it. Like, yeah. I was so busy. That's because uh-huh. I didn't give him the part. Uh, that's, like, that's, yeah, that's no, why. No, because it's typical. <laughs> because of that, I swallowed my ego. <laughs> and I, well, so, I was going to go. But no, I was, it was one of those months, like, actual life in New York. You never know when you're free. I got so many other friends oh, also yeah, doing yeah. other stuff, and I, I always feel bad. You got to try one to show, but yeah, I, I'm it's the so same difficult. way. Well, it's the difficult. thing is that also we um, changed some of the genders of like the real people. We made it very diverse. Like the take that we did was some of the characters who in real life are male. We decided to make them female and things like that. So the character that you actually auditioned for, mm-hmm. we decided to go for like a, a female character. Oh, oh well, yeah. okay. There so I should wear my heels next yeah. time. For <laughs> right. I chafe my legs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So it's never enough. <laughs> no, it's you're never. It's never <laughs> enough. But that was a good experience for you. It was a great experience. A lot of work for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy, and we did it kind kind of quickly, like in four months or something. We did everything, which yeah. was insane. But we had like a really good network of people here who were helping us in you know with advice and guidance how did they get the rights to the film um so we contacted the publisher in germany um and it was not for the film so the thing is that uh fred brennersdorfer he wrote the screenplay and then um betty and him together made a a play version of it Ah. so there is a german play of the film oh i see so you adapted the German language play. play exactly. I see. So we got okay. the rights for the play, and then mm. we translated it because it has never been translated into English. Oh, that's English. wow. That's so awesome. um, we translated it and adapted it. Yeah, um, and so now we want to take it to London. So that's our next Do step. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. That's our next there step. There you go. This okay. is going to London for a well, reason. Well, we'll see. Hopefully. This, yeah. This yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah hey, yeah. shout out to London. Yes. Awesome. Old Blaine. Maybe I need, I have change, I have chance to get, change my, you know, sexuality. Or <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to change your, uh, that's <laughs> right. Consider yeah, exactly. Jose, everybody's still right. <laughs> London would eat Jose up in heels. Yeah. And a little like a black dress. Oh my god, yeah. Gray. She has two meters. My sister Carol. My sister uh Chelsea sells Brunette. wigs. <laughs> Tremendous. They love burlesque over there. 
but maybe not appropriate for this play. No, yeah, could you that imagine? would probably not be <laughs> no. a good call. No, yeah, this is a serious subject. Matter. It's a very, it yeah, yeah, very, yeah, very, yeah. very. Yeah. Um, but it's a, I mean, beautiful. We had like a great, a great experience. Um, mm. Tons of positive feedback, and yeah. a lot of people showed up. Like we have a full, we had a full house almost every day. Uh, which Isn't was amazing. Exciting? It's so exciting. And it I is. think that it was so relevant also. Uh, it was last year in August when the play um, opened. Um, it was on for um, for 11 shows, 11 performances. And people were thinking that it was, you know, a very re- a relevant story to tell, you know, about sure. standing up for what's right and what you believe in, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's in the case of Sophie and the students you know, in the White Rose, you know, like, meaning you could lose your life, you know. So... Um, with everything that was going on in the world, um, I think that we need more inspiration of people like that, you know, or stories like that. Mm. So it was it was quite a great experience, both in like career wise and also with the story. Federica, where can people find you online? So I have on Instagram um, ah. at it's at Spanglish por favor, and I make <laughs> that's a great short, handle. Yeah, so I make short videos of. Um, and they're, you know, bilingual. They're sometimes they're all in Spanish. Sometimes they're like half and half, but they have subtitles, most of them. So it's like the experience of a Hispanic in the U.S., mm. you know, and the lost in translation moments or the mispronunciation and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, like little short, you know, like it's funny, funny. Yeah, One minute videos. Great. That's great. Um, of, yeah. I've seen it. Or things <laughs> of how Venezuelans, very Venezuelan too, like very things that we usually do or how we behave or how we react in funny situations. Compared to the society in the United States. Exactly. All Being right. outside of, you know, your society, like yeah. how you behave. and Oh, d- d- not my society. I don't want anything to do with no, this. No, no, no. I mean, like, in Venezuela, like, oh, I, yeah. like outside, Venezuelans outside of their society. Oh, right. That's sure. That's what I mean. I, yeah. Oh, I understand. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. It, well. it is a long, uh, like, period of adaptation when you move to another yeah. country. Oh. Believe it or not, really, it's like, it takes, you always feel like a foreigner no matter what. Mm. Most of the time. And yes. really Even a- right now, I still like, okay, it, because I mean, New York, maybe that makes a difference, yeah. obviously, because everybody's from somewhere else here. But yeah, it's, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, cultures. and it also applies to other places, not just the U.S. It's just like being an immigrant as a Venezuelan and Hispanic. Like sometimes it's just more general as mm-hmm. a Hispanic, um, and he talks a lot about the language, the English, Spanish. Mm. That's why it's mm. Spanglish, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a Twitter, but I am not a very good at Twitter. At Twitter, yeah. You're not a very good tweeter. No, no. Nobody no. is. Twitter's yeah. a cesspool. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love I, it. I'm very I have active to learn. on Twitter. I love it. I have to learn yeah. how to love it or how to use it even. Like yeah. what to so do, do with it, you know? It's a strange beast. It is. For sure. Yeah, Corona is almost its own character on Twitter right now. It's this thing lurking in the background, this monster. And so you, you really? log into that site. Yeah, you log into that site and it's just totally strange. So maybe stay away. So yeah. Instagram, <laughs> tell me your Instagram handle one more time because I think it's great. It's at Spanglish, por favor. Right, and you're talking about the difference between Venezuelans and Americans yeah. and lost in translation. So give me an example of something that Venezuelans, you know, what, what do y'all do? And Well, yeah. um, it, for example, um, whenever we are in traffic, like whenever we get angry or upset how like the Latino comes out, even if you're arguing with somebody in English and then you, you can't like argue or you know like fight and then you start speaking spanish even though the other person doesn't understand you know yeah. because you have to just let it out really i like that <laughs> yeah but, um, and this is very interesting too because when i when i got you know 
cars by somebody on the street before in New York, you know, call names or anything, yeah, working bars, so forget it. I, I got I, a lot of things happened to me before trying <laughs> to argue with customers. Sure. So I got a lot of like insults that for me didn't mean anything because this is not part of my, co- I mean, even I know you're trying to insult me, but for me, it was kind of like I'm watching a video here or a movie. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not really connected to this. Right. So you say whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> If you say in Spanish, maybe I consider it, but right now <laughs> right. it doesn't it, mean anything. Insult me in Spanish or leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. There's another one where we I explain it's, it's like a tutorial on how to um, how to serve whiskey for to a Venezuelan. Like there's a proper way of doing it. Okay. Um, it has to be in a tall glass. Oh. Tons and tons and like packed to the brim of ice. Oh. And then it has to be like, um, you know, like you pour like halfway through a little bit. You know, and then water um, or some people soda, although some people find that a little bit crass or like the worst is if you add Coke or like without yeah. them being that's, 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 that's like a scene. That's, that's like a, a sacrilege. Like that you don't yeah. don't you never do yeah. that. And, and so I we've have got a, a secret. I have, I've been doing. I've been doing scotch and coke lately, oh. so I'd definitely be trying my oh. Venezuelan roots. Well, scotch, yeah. but it's just because you, I want to disguise it with something. Feel like I'm not. Oh drinking. yeah, yeah, it's scotch. But, yeah. yes. but you're, you're not doing scotch. that with with single malt. We don't drink well, that. I mean, it's it's a blend. What you I, work, like I, should, <laughs> I shouldn't say what I wore because I'm right, guilty. right, yeah, no, no. You've got to do that with a blend. If you do that with a single malt, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Scottish are gonna no, no, fade. yeah. When I do that, it's because yeah. I feel like I want to drink, but I don't, I don't want to taste the alcohol. So uh-huh. and then a scotch is a is an alcohol that I can handle very well. And okay, I, I, it's been in me All right. since okay. I'm 13 years old in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, so, yeah, it's, yeah it's, we got a we got a long relationship. So this is this episode is called uh, Whiskey Coke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is good. It's good. Talking about acting. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like our Cuba Libre. Venezuelan Cuba Libre. We drink whiskey. Well, with I mean, whiskey. Well, with and scotch. We, and we coconut rum. water too. Yeah. Whiskey with, with coconut. Water. I think it's very popular in the Caribbean. Yeah, but still, that's a sin. Like they will yeah. totally take it. It's like weird. no, you yeah, don't that's do a that. Lot. But in a moment in Venezuela, it was good to have an expensive scotch on the on you know on the beach and drinking it with coconut water. It's like oh wow, you're that's you're, you're a boss. living the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah, all right. So there are tons of things that I talk about like in those little videos, and it's just me. Like um, it's just me filming me, and that's another thing that helped me learn how to. Film, edit, because I edit them, I film them, I do everything. Um, so I sound, mix it, all of that. Um, so it's it's it was at first just to learn, and then I, it started just like growing. I stopped a little bit after I went to school and I got busy, but I want to get back to it because it started getting a good following in Venezuela because also people are so nostalgic that when they find something that they can relate to, especially Venezuelans who are, you know, there's a diaspora, there's like a, an exodus. So, you know, you want to connect to your people again. Yeah. So, um, and people were just like having a good time and laughing because it's supposed to, I mean, they're all supposed to be like funny and lighthearted. You know, what's interesting and maybe ironic is that that experience is not un-American in right. the sense of where a lot of people here are refugees, Yeah. whether it's sort of soft refugees or really almost explicitly refugees. Yeah. And we're a few generations removed from that experience, mm-hmm. but y'all are going through it right now yeah. with iPhones. Because my yes. ancestors, a hundred plus years ago, roughly you know, emigrated from right. what's now Ukraine, mm. but they were Germans 
uh, so were Germans from Russia oh, wow. living in Ukraine. And then they all moved to the Dakotas and Colorado and all the rest. And that, that trauma and that rift of experience really comes down to you. So if you settle down here, mm-hmm. which I hope you will, of course, I mean, you're yeah. here, uh, yeah. and there's kind of no going home, is there? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would retire there if things get better. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Okay, like yeah. older. Yeah, that's leading to the question um, I have. It's like, is there going yeah. home now? I no, mean, that's, that's a dream. Now. Yeah. But not now. I, I do have it. I would yeah. love to be Margarita. Oh, my God, and yes. And I would like to visit more often, at least. Yeah, you know? that's true. But yeah, you it. just can't go there right now. Yeah. It's just sad. And There's just too much unrest. Yeah, and it's just... And also, people are leaving, like, it's to a point that I... I mean, I still have relatives, but it's going to get to a point where, like, I don't have anybody left there, almost. And yeah. I have friends and stuff, but, and relatives, like I said, but... It's just, yeah, it's too complicated even to get there by plane. Just that, mm-hmm. you know, like not to put any of the emotional shock when you get there and how it's just heart you know, breaking to see people suffering so much. The currency is completely devalued. Oh, my God. Yes. I, I don't even understand how things work there anymore. Yeah. I don't even know how to use use currency there. Uh, prices to me are like, I don't understand what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 ridiculous. I feel, to a certain degree, almost like a tourist um, in that aspect. But at the same time, the last time I was there was in 2017. And I hadn't been there since I moved to the U.S., like 14, 13 years. And it was amazing for me to not feel like an immigrant anymore. Like, mm. I have forgotten that feeling. So it's still very, even though I might feel, might feel like a tourist in certain aspects, mm-hmm. I still feel so connected that, you know, it's my my country, you know, it's my mm. birthplace and where I grew up. So um, even though I have embraced the American culture and I love it here and I feel like it has also, um, you know, like determined a lot of who I am. Um, but at the same time, my parents are from Venezuela and that's, I mean, I'm always going to be an immigrant here. Um, so, so, yeah, going back there also makes you, or, well, made me feel like, okay, I'm home in a, in a weird way, you know. And did your and your folks brought you over here? Yeah, we all moved here together. What so. year? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yeah. And may I ask how, how old were you? Twenty. You were twenty. Yeah. You were twenty well, when you came. And, yeah. yeah. And did you you but you had already studied English? Oh yeah, I went to a bilingual school. I understand. Yeah. Um. Well, I was just about to turn twenty, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a that's what a shock. Her sister's an actor too, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you know, um, Funny. so they are it's, both and they don't yeah, the same I know. thing. And I had <laughs> and nothing they, to do they, with they it. Look by the way, alike. they look alike. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> and yeah. I was not an influence in that aspect because I was actually not acting when she decided to start going to like, you know, getting into the plays in middle school That's and fun. things like that. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Kind of built yeah. in. Yeah. What, what do your parents do? Um, so no, they're not like creatives at all. Um, <laughs> and my, but they, the family. Shout out to mom though. and dad. They're yeah. not creative at all. No, no, no just, like their I'm, job. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm sure they're very creative. Yeah. No, they are like, um, yeah. uh, but they don't do any like professionally. They're not in that, um, industry. And, I, and, and can I say just for the record that it's perfectly fine. <laughs> hi mom. Oh, hi dad. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hello. All right. <laughs> From it's Jose. perfectly fine. To, and I'm not speaking to your parents right now, it, but it, it, speaking more generally, it's perfectly fine to have a hobby. 
There yeah. have been some articles written about yeah. this yeah. recently that we've lost hobbies. Everything has to be monetized. Everything has to be turned into something that somebody else can consume. Yeah. And you, if you're not a professional, you're not serious about it. And that's just not true. No. Hobbies, crafts, the ability to just kind of like, uh, you know, burn off steam and connect with your community. Yeah. If you want to go do a community acting class mm-hmm. right now and that gets you excited, it doesn't mean that you have to end up being Tom Hardy. Right. You're fine. Yeah. It's there's there should be fun in life. Okay. There should be uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where that come from, but it's like everybody in my family. My parents are doctors. My sister is a dentist. Yeah. I mean, they took me to the museums and these yeah. every Sunday to see plays to watch the Philharmonic. Yeah. All of this, but I never imagined I was gonna be so into the art world. Like I, sure. I mean, if I decide to come back in time, since the beginning, I would just be you know start doing everything that I love. That, that I discovered I love lately in my life. I just start doing it already, painting or playing guitar or this. I will just do it, the whole thing again. Absolutely. The Chekhov was a, do- uh, was a doctor. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing I always yeah. say. Yeah. It's, you have to live this whole life. And not everybody comes from such privileged circumstances that they can drop out of life exactly. and pursue stand-up and, mm-hmm. and, and whatever else. And that's, it's fine if you have that and more power to you. Uh, at, the, at the same time, if you don't, you have to build something that's reasonable, especially in this situation, yeah. and in this economy, and mm-hmm. what, what the future is, is going to hold. But I asked you, what did you, what do your parents do? So um, my mom works in yeah. um, reverse mortgage. Um, oh. So she helps with that. And my dad, um, he always worked with um, um, like safety for events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now... Um, not working um, because of health issues. It's fine. But, um, but yeah, I mean, all my life, um, I'm not surprised that I turned out to have this creative side. Yeah. Even my sister, because in the family, both sides, and even my parents, my dad has a great musical ear and he mm-hmm. can play instruments. Something that I don't know where that came from, but he would just like pick up a uh, cuatro, which is like a yeah. Venezuelan ukulele, almost. Yeah. Um, and he was great at it, you know. And then, like my un- aunts and uncle from his side are also can sing, and we have painters and writers and other actors um, in both my sides, like my mom's side and my dad's side of the family. So it's not completely out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it goes with what you were saying that maybe they have it, but it's just that they didn't have that. You know, like that base of if you don't have that financial yeah, no, base, I think we, grew exactly. up, we grew up in a middle class exactly. Venezuelan people that, yeah. that we were really oriented just to go to university and study these five different careers, which is engineer, architecture, the dentist, doctor, and mm. then say stuff like that, or engineer of any oil company that you can work. Sure. So, so for everybody that would it, and then you have a family, and then. You're done. For, <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. but it's very well, more radical when you're in a that. small country like like ours. But then things change. and then, But yeah, it's being in our families, I guess. Yeah, and you like flamenco, all of that yeah. kind of things, you know, like kind of like open open a little more. And then you're like, oh, wow, I, I'm, this is what I am. I don't know if you feel the same way, Jose, about this, but mm-hmm. I feel like with everything that's going on in, in Venezuela, people, uh-huh. since they had to basically start over yeah. by going somewhere else, a yeah. lot of people who were... Maybe perhaps like me, who was like, yeah. I never saw that as a career back in Venezuela. I'm yeah. doing engineering or oh, I'm going to study law or medicine or whatever. A lot of people are actually going to more artistic or creative yeah, careers yeah. that, you know, taking the opportunity, like, I'm going to start from zero anyway. Yeah. So I might do what I actually want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, like that. Yeah. I have so many friends that I didn't know they had that side in them, but they are doing like um, design and music and a lot of people who 
got into acting too mm-hmm. that I was like oh great you know yeah. like we have like a little community and so that's true yeah I, I think that yeah I mean this is completely proof like in times of crisis people get very creative they yeah. need to survive and, and not only survive because of money they need to their soul need to yeah. survive need to you know be alive and, and, it and it starts. It starts with stories around the campfire. It starts mm-hmm. with yeah, yeah. sailors uh, struggling to pass the time. It starts with uh, people around the hearth in the dead of winter telling yeah. each other tales. Yeah. And it, once we lose that, we're we're we are, we're lost. Mm-hmm. And there is something to be said about that theater under the stairs. And yeah, exactly. inviting go, inviting yeah. everybody in. Why should it be such a luxury to pursue these quote unquote careers? And, and I understand that it's sort of there's there's a lot in at, at play there. Yeah. But the the divorce for, of art from culture is very worrisome very, to me. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot to unpack there. What mm-hmm. what are the what are the arts like in Venezuela? Yes, uh, I I was very lucky to grow up in a. I don't know. Caracas was amazing. Caracas, mm. yeah. they have this, for example, I used to play classic guitar, so they have this festival every two years called the uh, Alirio Diaz mm-hmm. uh, Vienna Guitar Festival every two years. The, all in the main venues, theaters in Venezuela at the moment, mm-hmm. all of the best classic guitar players in the world, they used to come over for a month. Oh, they used to call it the August Festival, by the way. I actually have this signature of two of the best guitar players in Venezuela in my repertoire of the in my program, the program, and I still have it. And I think it's a jewel because I wouldn't imagine I ever have these signatures. It's Alirio Diaz and Rodrigo Riera, best two guitar players in the world in Venezuela. I mean, they're really recognized around. So just that's one example. Yeah, it's very yeah, rich. Many, I mean, yeah, the it was, art yeah, museums, yeah. like the theater yeah. was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, classical music, yeah. uh, like you said. It was very, very rich and... Um, things right now obviously um there's still a lot i think but obviously it's different and yeah you know, no, sure gonna, but well federica you know in the interest of winding things down over the next 10 minutes or so what what's next for you what's what's your plan you're leaving new york mm-hmm. going to austin yeah still have your agent there uh i no, i don't have one right now but i'm planning uh, on getting one <laughs> okay well agents uh, you're listening i hope yes. maybe yeah. um <laughs> agents and in austin. Yeah. yeah agents in austin I'm agents coming. in london That's it. <laughs> yeah Rico run hell yes yeah. um so i'm gonna explore la honestly uh-huh. um i think that i want to go back to more um camera uh, on camera acting mm-hmm. tv and film that's what I really love. I like, I love theater, but right now I want to focus on um, camera, you know, like on camera acting. So I want to explore LA. So that's my next step. I, it's, it's more like Austin is going to be like a little bridge, you know, and then. This is something I was going to say earlier on the show. There are uh, quite a few people who move kind of go back and forth between Austin. Austin is the base. You've got your home base. And yes. then you're going out to L.A. periodically, exactly. figuring things out, coming back. People yeah. will go out for the weekend or for, for an extended week, mm-hmm. have meetings, see where things are, get the lay of the land. Right. Yeah. Ideally, that's right. what I would love. Um, so let's see, because obviously to build momentum in L.A., you have to be there for a while. Yeah. So I might try that and then eventually come to a point where I can just go back and forth, hopefully, you know? Sure, or because, or go out there for a stretch. Yeah, so mm. so that's the plan. Um, I actually was in L.A. in February, 
And I kid you not, I went to the beach. That's another thing that I realized. And that's very Venezuelan, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, because we're from the Caribbean, that's you know, right, yeah. like we go to the beach every single weekend almost. Like for us, holidays are let's go to the beach, you know. So um, I was just And when it's six element. in the morning and you're still drinking, let's go to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, when Facebook first started that it yeah. was just like a college thing. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I believe college day. thing. Yeah, yeah right. I remember my... CIA so, project. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So my... Um, my My friends uh, in electrical engineering, a lot of them were not from Venezuela. Most of them actually from India. And they would look at my friend's profiles because back then everything was public. And he was like, does your friend, do your friends like wear own clothes? Like they're always in their bathing suits. All the pictures are in their their bathing suits. Like, do you guys like have stores that sell like regular clothes? And I'm like, yeah, that's Venezuela. Like we're always at the beach. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's true. And it's so easy yeah. to see everybody almost naked. Like, you're just so used to oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, that is a little Especially different. Especially the girls. They wear yeah, these bikinis just, and you're like, after right. a while, you're like, okay, if I was right, right, being right. raised in Canada, sure. they would be like, oh, <laughs> these people are, what's going on here? Well, you yes. Know, I'm from North, Venezuela. This is normal. I'm from <laughs> North Caribbean. Dakota. Yeah. I'm from North Dakota. And I went to the University of Minnesota as an undergrad. And there's a whole stretch of the oh, year wow. where you don't see... Uh, Yeah. Very much, and that that is what it is. Yeah, exactly. it's different. No, but, different but, it, but it's funny because I, I mean, yeah. oh, going back to that ridiculous controversy about the Super Bowl midtime, you know, when Shakira and everybody was like, uh-huh. "This is not for families." It's like right. when you go to the beach in Venezuela, the kids are looking at this <laughs> amazing bodies in bikinis. So this is normal. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, that that does make you think. It makes you yeah, think. It paints per- a picture in your mind yeah. <laughs> very rapidly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Very quick. Wh- which beach did you go to? You go to Santa Monica or Venice? Venice. Yeah. Um, and I went there oh, for I a run her. every morning. Oh, wow. And every morning I was like, what the hell am I doing in New York? Because in the middle of winter, you know, like, <laughs> I should be here. When so, are you going to go out there next? I don't know yet. Um, I'm, I don't know. Sometime this year for sure, but um, probably end of summer. I've got a I've got Fall. a connect for yeah. you out there. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. A couple. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah, some people. That would good be people. great. That would yeah. be great. Know a great photographer out there? I got some good oh, really? friends too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah, we got we got friends there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heidi Definitely, yeah. Garcia Photography.com. Okay. My good friend Heidi. Heidi. Yeah, it's said, hey Heidi. Yeah, Shut up. Wanted, the, the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, but she lives uh, on Venice awesome. Beach. Oh wow. Almost literally on the beach. Oh wow. She found this great studio plus thing. Yeah, she's great. Heidi Garcia Photography.com. Fantastic. I'm gonna look. Yeah, she took our engagement photos. Oh really? Yeah, she's oh, great. Nice. Yeah, and she could do you uh, do headshots for you oh, and great. all the rest of it. Great, great, yeah. great. And then I know know another guy out there uh, who is in the theater scene and all the rest. His name's Chad Eshman. Fun guy, really okay. cool. Yeah, oh, yes. so I'll I'll make those intros for you. Oh, that would be yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you. Because uh-huh. I mean, I do. Uh, I also have some Venezuelan people that I know who are acting. And this time, when I went there in February, I did some showcases and stuff like that. But yeah, it's always good to like get to yeah. know. Like, how long are you going to go out when you go out? Probably like six months. Oh wow! But so like you're going to sublet. First... You're going to rent the room. Yeah, and this yeah, and yeah. That. The yeah. first time I'm going to be there at least six months and see how it goes mm-hmm. if i need to stay longer then i mm-hmm. might just stay longer but well this gets into that business side of things you were talking about oh earlier, my god right? yes, yes yeah so that yeah. instagram profile and you got to get a website and you got to do this all and a reel and all this so stuff so important yeah absolutely <laughs> so important and actors don't can neglect that yeah yeah talent yeah creatives well because yeah. it's um you're the ceo of your own company and it's a hard thing for even 
entrepreneurs, you know? Yeah, like, it's the CEO, a hard sometimes you're the thing. mailman too. <laughs> yeah, I, everything. Yes. Yes. That's right. Sometimes you're right. down there, you know, yeah. clean the floors. You work days. in the mailroom and you're signing exactly. the contract. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work yeah. and it's a lot of being like time management, organization. Yeah. All of that, mm. and being smart. I mean, what's your and strategy? What, what you know? Who, who are you going to reach out plan? to? What's yeah. your plan? Right. And, and nothing is guaranteed. No, nothing. Something that just came to my mind right now, and I'm, and I gotta share this. I, I probably have a little experience doing so operas in Venezuela, but just, that was just my beginning. So I probably did like maybe two episodes, three episodes, and I really I met a lot of people, actors from Venezuela. They were really famous in that moment, and. Yeah, I hope they're doing great because, I mean, acting careers are going crazy lately for us. But for, for Federica and me, we pretty much, like, are making it here since, you know, our passion is growing up here. So mm -hmm. it's a different way to see things. And I feel like like I still respect all of these people that have done things before us in Venezuela. But I feel like I'm a different kind of group, you know? Mm -hmm. and it's a weird feeling. Like, and I'm, I'm pursuing some other stuff. I'm not looking at myself doing so, so operas or telenovelas and nothing like that and I always look at myself as well like you like I want to do film mm. so or I don't TV know I know we and we, yeah. we're pretty much you know educated here I, w I, w I got my first acting school in Venezuela which I really love so much my mentor my structure Nelson Ortega but besides that everything else has been here I've been here for a long time too so yeah. it's, we right. feel like you know yeah it's like Pretty much along here, like it, okay, you were one of those. So when I met her, it's like, oh, you're like one of one like me, okay. You know, when I do acting career, you want to do an acting career here in English as a foreigner, all of oh, this. Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's uh, weird. Yeah, fantastic. Well, when you yeah. go to LA, I think you're gonna have a lot of success. Thank you just you. have to make smart moves. And I, I you know, yeah. I don't know, obviously, I had a few meetings out there once, and uh, yeah, I haven't spent a whole lot of time out there. I, you know, I hope to. So perhaps we'll yeah. we'll meet in L.A. Perfect. at yeah, some point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. Let's I'm all. Yeah, we'll hang out in L.A. We'll hang out on, on Venice Beach. So I'm, we're gonna wind this thing yes. down, Federica Rangel, mm -hmm. and people can find you at Instagram. Yes. At one more time. Spanglish, por favor. Spanglish, por favor. And uh, I, I don't have very much Spanish at all. Um, and I'm Kevin Kautzman. I'm on Twitter, The Cesspool. Uh, this is also the Get This Podcast. It's a show about things people love. Getthispodcast.com. And uh, on all the usual places, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, and I want to ask one more question. Mm -hmm. And the question is, at the heart of acting for you, if it meant nothing else, if you couldn't make another dollar from acting, what is it about the craft that draws you in oh my god <laughs> um it's about um empathy and how you just have to get into other people's shoes without judgment so it's awareness like that's what my um acting teacher and stella said also um awareness without judgment yeah um, definitely and i feel like that was it's just beautiful and when you get to that point it's almost like um cathartic you know and it's beautiful yeah it's, it's, i respect that yeah. about, about acting yeah you feel like you're like looking at everything without being even kind of human you're just like oh wow look at this behavior and this uh, um people's mind why they re i mean and it's always like kind of beauty because you're always you know researching in front of you know it's, it's, it's in front of us all the time if you work in a bar you know it's the best 
You're looking it. at people, looking at people. I hope you'll come back on the show when you have something yeah. else you've yeah. yes. got going on. I know Definitely. you have a lot of plans. You're making a big change. And I'll come visit New York. Yeah, we'll hang out. I'll come visit L.A. and, yeah. and hopefully Austin, too. I think Awareness yeah. Without Judgment is a better show title than Whiskey and Coke. <laughs> so let's, yes. let's go with What's that. What's the original one? Uh, whiskey, whiskey and Coke. Because we were talking about Venezuela and all that. Yeah, that could yeah. be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe another episode. Yes. All right. So, again, this is Kevin Kautzman with the Get This Podcast, getthispodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Adios. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.